welcome back to the latest episode of Low Expectations. This is your host, Herwin. And today's episode is a special one. We landed our first guest. Um, I had the, pre- the pleasure of sitting down and having a conversation with Colm Cronin from Ireland. He is the co-host of Irish NFL Show and is a co-founder of the Broncos Europe fan group, which is the largest Denver Broncos fan group outside of North America. And he's worked in higher education for 15 years and has another podcast called Adventures in Advising. Um, I will have links to both of those shows in the description for you guys to check out if you're interested. Um, so we had just had um conversation about soccer, Euros, went over some couple possible moves in the transfer market, um, talked a little football at the end. Um, without any more interruptions, here's our interview with Colm. I just want to start saying thank you. This is awesome. I set out, I put out that Reddit ad, like you responded even like a couple of days later. So it was like a little bit of a time period where I was just like, well, I'm going to have to keep looking because I don't think, because I, I was getting like upvoted and upvoted, but nobody was reaching out. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's kind of, um, I don't understand that all, all the time. Like you see people get kind of, because I've talked to a few people who've been like, you know, I got 10 or 15 upvotes and I got two people contact me at most. No, yeah, I, you were, you were the only one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm always, I'm always happy to talk and I have my own podcast. So I always appreciate when people are willing to come on and share and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I checked out, the, um, the one where you're with all the advisors. Oh yeah. I checked I out one episode yep. of that. Yeah. And, um, I haven't gotten around to the NFL Ireland show that you were telling me about, but I do have the link, so I will be listening um and is there anything in particular you want to start with or you just wherever it no, takes what, whatever that is a proper old school man united shirt um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharp, it's um the, the fuzz, it, it's almost like fuzzy the umbro yeah that's going <laughs> back to the days of yapstam that would have been like what like the late 90s i want to say probably had to been um this was actually a gift from a friend of mine's dad their whole um his grandfather started very big man united fan and his family's all liverpool fans uh-huh. so when he um so when i became friends with him and he saw i was also a man united fan the first thing he brought me the next time i saw him was this jersey so i've i've kept it around <laughs> nice nice and um I don't, do you have um a Premier League team or I, i'm i mean i'm a united fan um awesome. it's, it's <laughs> been it hasn't been um yeah, obviously since Ferguson uh, retired and, and with the Glazers ownership because they're not willing to to put in the money. But let's let's see what next season brings. You know, oh, oh, did, you, um, did you see Jaden Sancho got confirmed? Yeah, he looks like he's confirmed. on his on his way. Um, I just I just hope my my big concern is our central midfield, though. I mean, he's obviously a very talented player. Yeah, um, but we don't seem to be able to get the, get the best out of Pogba. And as much as I like Scott McTimmy, I think he's a squad player rather than a starter. Yeah, there's there's definitely better options out there than what we have on the field. Do you have yeah. um? Well, here's give me um top two replacements and or new signings that you would like to see in the midfield. How's that? 
Um, I well, mean, who it, excites it, you for that position? <laughs> it's it's it, it's a tough one to to know really, like who who could come in there. Um, I because there's a lot of talk, obviously, over here in the the English press about like the say the likes of Declan Rice and and Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I I'm not sure on either of them. Uh, I think. I think you're paying an English premium price. I think English players get hyped a little bit more a lot of for the, the time than, <laughs> for um, the name. yeah, uh, than necessarily uh, how how good um, they they would be. Um, I mean, I would I the, the the one of the interesting things I think when I look at like say it depends on what we want them to do. Because say Kante uh, for Chelsea for Chelsea got a little bit lost when Lampard came in, but mm-hmm. when 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 they replaced Lampard and they went back to playing to his strengths, well he was he was brilliant for them. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I they're, mean they're, they're European champions because yeah, I was gonna say um, it seems kind of like Kante's your um your trophy maker. If you want to win a trophy that year. You kind of have to sign him. <laughs> yeah, and, and Makalele was was somewhat uh, the the same when uh, you know when when he was around. So I, mm-hmm. um, I but but at United we've always kind of had a box to box midfielder as such. Yeah. Um, but they're becoming a, a rarer breed. Uh, so I don't know. I think I I don't think it's worked with Pogba. Uh, I don't think he's particularly happy. I, I think no, definitely it be, not. <laughs> it'd be good for everyone if if you know just get our money kind of, out of that. Yeah, get the money out of it, move on, and and then mm-hmm. let's let's see. Uh, bring bring somebody else in and, and go from there. You know. Yeah, for sure. Do you keep um Oligana or do you? I I love him as uh I love I love him as a as a as a player and and, and you know I all, all he did for us um and, and and obviously when he came in to kind of steady the ship yeah um, I just I don't think he he can take us that to that the so, next step promised land. <laughs> to, to, when when you look at like you know what what Guardiola has done with City and the money the City have but also right. like you know I mean Klopp had done amazingly well at Dortmund um sure sure like if he if we were if, if we we always seem to fall at the final hurdle or we go on this run of form where we win like five or six games yep, and, and then, then it's just awful we lose yeah we, <laughs> we lose, lose um, three in a row place <laughs> And or, yeah, or, or we draw, we draw three games because you know we we use the same game plan con- consistently. Game after game, so yeah. to to me, I just don't know if if he is capable of taking us to that that next step. But mm-hmm. who who would you replace him with? That's the that's the yeah. Question, no, that, that is think, a big question know? because I'm also um a big Real Madrid fan. So whenever it's kind of same question after Sedan left. It's like, well, who do you really bring in? And I'm okay with the Ancelotti. I'm a big fan of him too. I'm I'm all right with that signing, but it does leave a big question as to, well, if you do get rid of him, who do you who do you bring in? Because that and I, I I don't think there's I don't think there's an easy answer. There's no standout candidate. I think we're in a kind no, of yeah, right. position in 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 football at the moment, honestly, because I think where we're at. Um, we're in this p- period where we're po- well. I know both are still playing, but we're post. Right. 
we're post Messi and Ronaldo, right? We're post where yeah, we're definitely were, seeing that end of that era for sure. Yeah, um, and and they were just they were astronomically good. Like you grew up on, I I grew up hearing these stories about these players in the sixties and seventies who used to score fifty or sixty goals, right? And that uh-huh. just didn't happen in the eighties and nineties. Like it just did no, not happen. And then all of a sudden, Messi and Ronaldo emerge, and and they do what they do. Um, but I feel there's kind of a void. Mbappe has he 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 hasn't taken that jump, um, yeah, and it's kind of sure. weird. Um, tennis is probably suffering a little bit the same in that you had Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic, but nobody has taken the jump to go into that sphere as, as yet. So um, it's it, it's a little bit of a strange one. I think we're it feels like we're treading water a bit, um, mm-hmm. and, and that we're probably waiting for the next generation to come right. in, and probably a little bit the same in managers because you know Guardiola's been been around now uh, a, a long time. Klopp has been around. Yep. Um, there, there's no kind of new kid on the block like the way in which Mourinho burst onto the scene, or the way in which Guardiola when he came onto the scene. It yep. feels. Um, that we're 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 waiting for the next revolution. I'm sure it'll happen, but we we've got to we've got to get there at some point, and we're mm-hmm. not there yet. The the way I see it is, we have a whole bunch of like potential superstars: Haaland, Mbappe, Phil Foden coming up recently. You have a lot of like potential youngsters, but there's no one that like fills your imagination as to like like I mean, a, a lot of times we do say like the next Messi, the next Ronaldo. But it, they just fizzle out and we never hear from them again. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be like a period where we just see a lot of great players, just not that we're being yeah, not, like idolizing. Not, yeah. not, not in the not in the stratosphere. Um, and that that happens, you know, you 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 yeah, do that, go mean, through okay. <laughs> you do go through phases of that. Um, yeah. but you you would like to to see I, I suppose uh, a team really emerge and, and and take the game by the by the scruff of the neck, but Let's mm-hmm. see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, no. Like you said, it's going to be a weird transition from 50 goals a season and just their um, domestic league, just yeah. from them to we'll see um, and what Mbappe can do, really, and Haaland. I'm excited to see Haaland next season. Yeah. What he brings to the I, table. I think for Mbappe, he probably needs to move on. He probably needs to test himself in, in, in Spain or Italy or, or the Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. And, and see what he can do elsewhere. So uh, that's that's up to him now to take the next the next step. Especially after that, um, the sad way France went out. I think he's mm-hmm. definitely he's definitely gonna need something to start. I don't know, new beginnings and fresh start. Just forget that and let's tear it up again next season. I think we're we're missing that classic Mbappe this Euros. Well, we missed yeah. him. You know, he didn't really come out and carry France on his back the way I mean I love the way Benzema came back from years of not being there and I'm as a Real Madrid fan it was nice to see Benzema doing great for his own national team for once again yeah no um it's been a it's been an interesting Euros because it's been very good but no one player has really come to the fore uh you, you would mm-hmm. say as yet it hasn't there's not been a standout player of the of the tournament who you can say now we are entering the quarterfinals this this could be where somebody Make a break really play, takes yeah. uh takes it by the the scruff of the neck um and i mean you, you've got some really interesting stories obviously the danes of what happened to christian erickson yep. england 
I mean, England being being there, it will coming be a home. story. <laughs> if uh, yeah. yeah, and and Italy, I mean, the Italians are are they're they're always you know it, it, once Italy are in the knockout stages, they're always dangerous. So oh yeah, I definitely. I think Italy would be my favorites to to win I was it. <laughs> I, I, I would say, uh, I, I think that, um, I think like it could, it could be an Italy, um, England final. Um, and I, w- I would say that, um, to, to me, Italy would be favorites for that. England tend to steamroll the smaller teams. It's when England come up against, um, you know, in Italy, yeah. Spain, that's when the doubts begin to creep in. Uh-huh. Um, and and they, it's interesting because they don't that doesn't happen in the Champions League because they have players from all around the world. But like right. when you look back at the teams that they've traditionally gone out to in knockout competition, it has been the likes of Brazil in in, in two thousand and two is, is one that mm-hmm. springs to mind. Germany, obviously, in Euro ninety six, um, they tend to, to you know sometimes I like I've seen them in the past and and people say oh you know they like I, I think was it. Um, was it 2000 and uh, which year they faced Denmark in 2002, maybe? Um, I think and so, people yeah. were saying, you know, oh, this, you know, the, da- the Danes are a, a dark horse here. They could, they could do England. And England uh-huh. just steamrolled them 3-0. Like, you know, I mean, England, they don't seem to have that problem that... Um, it's when the know, pressure gets to them. Yeah, which yeah. like it's interesting because being from Ireland, Ireland traditionally do better against the bigger teams. They re- they we raise our game, um, right, right, right. Where, whereas England like steamroll though you know smaller opposition, but it's the and I suppose that look uh, there's all sorts of stuff you could get into, but it's uh, it it is it is an interesting Euros in given that it is so such a strange one because such small crowds space out all over Europe. So that's, yeah, that's uh, other, it took me by surprise. I thought it was, I guess I just it flew over my head that they were going to be jumping around different stadiums. Yeah, I, I I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a big fan. It probably worked out okay this year just cuz cause, cause of, COVID. of COVID. Yeah. But I I think having it in one country really kind of um, it allows for for it to kind of have a character. Like I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, and I was too young to to know it, but when you look back at that '86 World Cup and Maradona makes it his own, and there are just yep. kind of so many standout moments from that. Um, Italian '90 is is another kind of famous one that was that, mm-hmm. that kind of lives long in the memory. Germany, uh, like '06, was was a fantastic tournament. Um, when it's shared, like the the World Cup in France in '98 was great. When it's shared, I, I it takes I away just, from it, right? I I do. I I think, and that's yeah. harsh because obviously it means that kind of the smaller nations don't really have a don't a get chance. a look at it, yeah. But. I do think that it tends to be better when it is based in one place because the fans kind of come together. They're, they're, mm-hmm. They they kind of make certain cities their home, um, yeah. and it's 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 generally good fun. Well, um, I agree with all that. Just the one point I was gonna make was when Hungary Hungary played um Germany. I think they played in Germany. They played mm-hmm. Italy in Italy, and I mean both were very good games from that side. But I mean. It's got to be an added pressure when you're playing at Germany, at Italy, playing the, those big nations. You know what I mean? The, their people show up for that. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I just, not that they, I guess you can't say it's unfair because I mean, I mean, every team's going to have to at some point play a team in their home country. But 
it's those little teams that I feel like get the the short end of the stick when it's stuff like this. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's always interesting to see as well. Like uh, when when traditionally when a Euros is held or a World Cup is held, the host country traditionally does very very well, even when it is a smaller nation or or a nation that doesn't is not traditionally strong, they uh-huh. always make it out of the group. Uh, you know, at, at least, uh, and 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 go from there. So it definitely does provide you with an advantage when you when you're playing at home. Playing at home, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you saw Messi's contract is up, I assume. I did. I did. Um, I. What are your I feelings think, on that? I think Barca will probably look back and regret not selling him last year. Um, yeah. I, I think, you, what, I, so do you think he leaves? I, I don't know if he leaves this year. I, I don't know because um, who 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 is going who will like unless unless some sort of deal works out with um where Barcelona take Mbappe, but Barca have no money. Realist yeah. like realistically, yeah. Real have have no have don't have much money either at the moment. No, there's um, a reason they went for Super League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, I think football is hurting a little bit. Um, you know, sure, Man City have a lot of money. Um, uh, oh, yeah. United have money. Um, but there aren't a huge number of teams with a lot of money. And so, for me, I, I just wonder. Um, I think Messi last year wanted out. Um, yeah, for sure, given, definitely given how it played out, like who could afford to take on his, his contract? Would he really want to go to the premier league at 33? Um, I, I don't, I question that mm-hmm. May, maybe he would, but the premier league is just such a, a kind of a physical league. Um, would you want at to his make, age too? Yeah. That's would you yeah. want to be making that transition to have guys kick you around the pitch? for 90 minutes when you're and a smaller guy too <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. um may could could he go to italy sure um but could juve afford him um i mean the day they, the day they can't even Ber- afford ronaldo i think yeah the, yeah. the days of Berlusconi bankrolling Milan are, are, are over. I mean, if yeah. you look back and say the early 90s, Syria was the place to be. You you know, you had the um AC had the, the Dutch contingent, uh mm-hmm. Inter had the uh you know the Germans. Um, right. It was and, it was stacked. <laughs> oh, it was absolutely stacked, but that but that isn't the case now. Um yeah. I mean, Messi, Messi could go, P, PSG could obviously afford him, given, you know, the, the, the money backing them. But yeah. um, re, realistically, would he go there? That's why I think, so. you know, it, it's, a, it's a strange scenario that sometimes, you know, it, it, the stars align and, 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 and you can move. But if you don't yeah. move, that window just closes um, yeah. and all of a sudden you know ev- everyone is kind of left uh you know waiting for to find that dance partner and and the next dance partner never really shows up so i wouldn't be Tired surprised <laughs> if if he if he now st- now he's not going to get a, the contract that he got previously you know that's, no he's got that's it. he's got he has to take a pay cut yeah. he has to take a pay cut but if he stays at barca he still is obviously a big draw for fans um mm-hmm. he he knows la liga he's not going to have to you know learn learn a new language or or anything like that about his life yeah uh, so you know do, does it does he just sign for another two years i i, I mean i I don't know if if we see Messi 
you know, play on in, in the way in which, say, Ronaldo has done or the way Tom Brady has done in the NFL. I, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think you ever see Messi do that. Um, but but I, I think he, he certainly plays another two or, Still, or three Yeah, years. I think I give him max like two or four years. Like in that time window, I think he's... I would like to see him retire at Barca just because the legacy he's had, I mean, it would be... Not that he would tarnish that legacy or anything, but it would be just nice to see, like, I would have loved to see Ronaldo just, if he was going to call it quiz at Real Madrid. Maybe a little bias there, but you know what I mean? I would, these big players, that big clubs, it's nice to see them go out like that rather than let's go MLS, let's go look, yeah. let's go back home or whatever. And I think it's just, just leave on a high note, you know? <laughs> I know, I, I agree. And it's so rarely done that 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 people do it um, or... or you know, if if they are, if he is to transfer, I, I'd like to see him at least kind of go out in the high with them. But to go out mm-hmm. like as a one club man would be pretty cool as well, because that doesn't tend to happen. Um, yeah, but, especially nowadays. Yeah. No, but what does tend to happen is, yeah, like you can prolong a career by going to to the MLS. But I think mm-hmm. if the MLS really wants to grow, and, and, and I think it can, because I think, you know, football or soccer is becoming increasingly popular in America. Yeah, um, I think that the the opportunity exists, but it can't be reliant on older aging stars coming over. Like sometimes, yeah, sure. Sometimes it can work. Like I mean, Beckham really did work his socks off in the MLS to to make mm-hmm. it and and really promote himself. But when Gerard went there, he had zero interest. Like Gerard, yeah. you know, he 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 said himself he didn't realize there'd be so much tra- traveling involved. Well, have a look, <laughs> you, have a look you at the map of Sunday America. League. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah. and the same. With Lampard and, and I don't think that does anybody any good um you know sure for a time you, you have crowds who go along to see yeah I was gonna say um, that but Maybe I think the, just cr- that. the crowds get tired very quickly if they know that a player isn't really putting it in so to me I'd, I'd love to see Messi sign a couple of years with Barca see see how lot how he can do in, in the next couple of years and then call it call it quits call it quits uh, that that'd be my thoughts. Very few people get to do what Tom Brady did in the NFL, where like he he was so successful at the Patriots, he moves to a new team and he wins and still Super wins. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that I mean, he is the exception to everything. He he is the Disney movie, but for the vast majority of guys, it just doesn't work out like that. No, well, because well, like the whole Tom Brady um example, the whole question about whether it was a um system quarterback or a system like team or whatever like is he really the piece that's making the chains move and a lot of these players I guess feel like they are the piece and then they leave and it's like I didn't realize how like vital it was to be on a team with other players you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I guess I guess it just gotta be like a internal decision with Messi at how he feels physically I guess because maybe maybe one more I I think they both Ronaldo and Messi get one more World Cup and then that's maybe I'm sh- it. I- I'm I'm sure Ronaldo would like would like to to do that. Um, uh-huh. obviously the fact that it's only a year away um means that it that it you know ordinarily sure. after after a Euros you'd kind of be going oh, does he play another two years really? Uh-huh. Um, 
whereas like we're we're looking at the the World Cup, you know, I mean, and but it's going to be a very different World Cup because you're talking about a World Cup that's going to be taking place in December, which obviously is very different uh, because mm-hmm. traditionally it's in the the summer months and, and the leagues are over. So yeah, that that amount of game load is going to be interesting to see how they carry on into that. It's really really interesting to see how how they they do that because certainly I think that had an impact on this season. I mean, players really looked out on their feet at times, and and it, it seemed to impact at different times. Like say for Manchester United, they had such a poor start to the season. Oh my god! Um, awful, they, yeah. they couldn't get they couldn't get it going. Whereas other uh-huh. teams like you know fell off like at at, at their, towards the end because they were just exhausted. Just yeah. Um. So I, I am interested to see how how it goes. Uh. And 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 what what that whole setup in Qatar will will be like <laughs> for for a World Cup. Um, uh-huh. I'm sure he will try. I I I can't imagine Cristiano Ronaldo. You know. I mean, he's uh, stepping like, away look, from a. He's a yeah. football obsessive. He will he will want to keep going. Um and, and so the yes, legs I'm, fall off. <laughs> yes. And, and I imagine Messi would love one more go at it with with Argentina, Argentina. even though you know he has like he ha- he has a complicated relationship with, with Argentina. Um yeah. being the way it is and 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 the, obviously the, the history with Maradona. Um mm-hmm. especially but, with him dying now this recently yeah. it'd be like the pressure is going to be there for, I mean, I think I feel the pressure is there right now with them playing Copa America, you know, not, mm-hmm. I don't also, I haven't even like, I think they just started knockout phase of that tournament. Yeah, that That's, that's what I mean. I like, it feels this, <laughs> this year, even more than the, like last year with COVID this year feels so strange because everything just feels like it all kind of rolled into one. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're, what well, we're recording and it's at the 1st of July. And yeah. I, I'm like, how is it July? I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, uh... it feels, it feels like, you know, it's the beginning of the year. And yet I look out the window and the sun is shining and it's, it's beautiful here in Ireland. And that's not always the case. Oh, in the just, it's raining here. <laughs> uh, um, and, and so it, I, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe with fans getting back into stadiums, um, it'll all feel a little more normal um next season uh, yeah. but it it definitely does feel uh this year just it kind of when i i wonder what i will i look back and be like who who won who won what in in, in 2021 um yeah because that, i feel team, like that already teams yeah. couldn't celebrate either you know because it's like one thing right after the other and then it's like um i don't know how like you like at the football and i'm assuming you watch other sports as well so it's um I know at least here in the States, like the NBA is all at the same time getting all these games. And then we have soccer, so many, like four or five different tournaments at the same time. And then you have hockey. Not that I watch hockey, but it's like all these sports at the same time. So it's like for me, who I just like, I'll take in any sport any time of the day. Like I'll sit and watch golf or whatever. But it's a lot to like keep up with now this whole year. Yeah, um, I, I think in some ways that's where NFL is probably really lucky because it um, they've gotten to wait it, this whole uh, time. It, yeah, there. exactly. They 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 kind of got to play it out. So like last year in in March to the NFL kicking off in September, and mm-hmm. and they were able to play a season. Granted, there were no fans there, but they didn't right. do the bubble thing. They didn't have anything no. like that. So for the most part, they were able to to keep it going and. Um, while it did feel different without fans, um, 
because they never had to pause the season because right. they it just started at the normal time it ended at the normal time um I, I, it, that probably felt the most normal to me. Whereas like the fact that the Premier League had to press pause at one point and then it came back and then it started again like a few weeks later. It was like, hang on, which which season and is there was, this? There was games that got cancelled and then moved to like yeah. other game weeks. And I was like, didn't they just play Wednesday or something? It's like, it exactly. No, yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on. So um, I, when, when we can get beyond that, uh, I, I think it'll be, that'll be really good because definitely at the moment, with the cancel games or, or um, it, that, that I feel did have an impact. So I am looking forward to kind of getting back into, and it, like the way it was set up. And I think that's where the, the world cup being in, in December will, will be a bit, um, will be a bit strange. Um, Cause traditionally like say in, in June and July, when you do have uh-huh. a world cup, there's not a whole lot else going on. Re- your, really, your main you know focus I mean? is, yeah, all World Cup like, all day yeah. just thinking World Cup, what games are coming up, who's playing who, what time. Exactly. Like the yeah. you know, the, the the other the you know, you you sure you have a couple of the, the golf majors uh and, and and you have Wimbledon, but like the the the, the big league sports uh are all kind of on pause, so you're on really pause, able yeah. to focus on the on the World Cup. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird, weird feeling. Uh, yes. um the NFL's definitely had like the better luck with the whole COVID because they got they were able to have their Super Bowl full capacity and then the pandemic hit and then there was nothing they weren't playing anyway so it's like we'll sit and like we can quarantine all you want and then like you said they started off no fans they're not the bubble and now again this whole like waiting period they don't have to compete with all these tournaments or anything so I'm excited to watch some NFL too I've been missing that. Do you gamble at all with um, football games or soccer games? If if I if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck. So uh, <laughs> so I I understand gambling um, uh-huh. and uh, my friends gamble, but I I don't put money on. I I I, it, I mean it's in it's an interesting um, undertaking, and it's always interesting to see the odds on say like who's going to win the league or who's going to win the Super Bowl or who's going right. to be MVP or who'll be top scorer. I mean, that's always interesting, um, yeah. but I don't, I don't put money down myself. <laughs> I had, um, I started last year with the NFL season and I will say soccer, um, soccer, any soccer game premier league I bet on just went the complete different way. I, <laughs> I was like, I've scrapped that. I'm, I'm not losing any more money. I was doing okay with NFL. And then my favorite time of the year is just playoffs season anyway. So threw money at that and I did a couple episodes on that. It was kind of fun to just something to follow along with. But if you have, we'll take your picks if we ever come back on during the NFL season. I'll take your picks for Broncos oh. games and oh, I'll put I'm, them out there. See what, I'm, see what absolutely. How we do. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to give picks and, and whatnot. Uh but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have a segment, call them picks, and we'll see ah. how um, we'll keep a track of how how um, bad or well. If you're up or down on money, <laughs> yeah, that that would be that would be that'd be interesting. But uh, the house is always stacked against you. House always wins ultimately. But um, you know, it can it can make it it can make it fun, and it is interesting to to see. I suppose it for for people new to the the sport, it can offer them a way in and stuff. A little bit of excitement, I think. Um, sometimes when I'm watching games, all I'm thinking, I'll catch myself thinking like. I should have thrown money on this game or something. You know what I mean? So sometimes, or then when I do throw money at a game, 
and I'm betting on the again, uh, a certain team, and you're just like you start rooting for a team that you don't really care about just because you have money on them, you know. So it's adds a little excitement to whenever your team's not playing, I guess. To for me. Yeah, no, I can I can see that. Uh, although you know, I, I, games can change real quick, so you can. Think, no, uh, I'm onto a sure thing, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there's no sort sure thing with betting. No, well, do you have um, Do you have any predictions for the Broncos' record next next year? Um, it's a tough one to call because the 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 quarterback situation with the Broncos is such like the the Bad. roster <laughs> with the Broncos is so stacked. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at that secondary and, and in, you know, in, in Simmons and Kareem Jackson, the safeties are too, like, I mean, they genuinely are too, uh, and they play so well together that like, mm-hmm. it'd be difficult to find a better pair of safeties in the league. And, and I think Simmons is just a fantastic player. Um, you look at the the cornerbacks and and like in terms of free agency and what they did in the draft, they're, mm-hmm. they're stacked, the cornerback. And, and you've got the good <laughs> kind of masterminding that um you know von miller is back from injury bradley chubb is there so you you should have two two options uh, um you know on on the edge um Mm -hmm. they they shelby harris is coming back on on the d line and they've got uh draymond jones there who looks like he could really develop so your defense is is like linebackers um in the scheme fangio uses um Mm -hmm. your linebackers have to do less than in a lot of other schemes and i think right. alexander johnson is an excellent player um mm-hmm. i joe josie uh, there there might be some of the guys who 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 were drafted who who might get um playing time um right. i think the one the only thing you'd say is potentially lacking a little bit of pace um speed at, at the, the linebacker position but i think with fangio's scheme you can Should overcome that you look yeah. at you look at on offense then and wide receivers. You've Sutton coming back off the knee injury. Jerry mm-hmm. Judy in a second year. Yeah, got Noah Fant at tight end. Uh, in terms of your running backs, Melvin Gordon. Um, who, I would like to see know, a little bit more of him. He's solid. <laughs> he's solid. I I would I would worry. You know, he he's got he definitely fumbles more than I, I would like to see. I'd like to see right. more out of the backfield. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously in the draft, I mean, moving up in the second uh, and taking, uh, you know, what, may, what many people consider to be the best running back uh, potentially, you know, I mean, this was a, a draft that had a number of a very good running backs, but PFF were super excited. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the, the Broncos have, have, have uh, in, in terms of running backs, have good options. Um, so the, the the line, you've Mike Munchak coaching. I mean, I think that the biggest issue is is right tackle. Um, obviously, uh-huh. uh, I, I'm not surprised that um, Juwan James get, gets himself injured again. Um, <laughs> it, it's just how he is. I mean, you know, there, there was a report when he signed that the Dolphins were laughing at the Broncos, and, and so it has We're taking him on, it's yeah. Just, it's unfortunate. I don't. I don't think the guy wants it. I just think that his body just lets him down. But it means that there is a big hole at right tackle. But the Broncos have had less change to their line than anyone else. The the Chiefs yeah, had I mean, to blow look at it the up. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. They had to blow like the Raiders just decided to blow theirs up because they're the Raiders. Um, and the, <laughs> but the Chargers, the Chargers have been very smart. Chargers have made some really good moves. Um, I like Herbert too a lot. Oh, he's he's outstanding. He's outstanding. Yeah. And do, do you know what the killer is? Is that he's he's apparently the kid like. 
I've from from talking to because I've been covering the Broncos of Broncos Europe and, and the Irish NFL show for a long time. From right. talking to people, John Elway was in love with two, with two quarterbacks, and apparently, right, they he loved Josh Allen, but he didn't go with Josh Allen, right? He didn't that's another go, one of like go there, why? right? Um, and um, then he really loved Justin Herbert. But mm-hmm. Drew, Drew Locke was coming off, um, you know, those those end of season wins. So they don't yeah. they don't they don't go the Herbert route um, and he could end up paying for that. Like, I would love to see Drew take that step forward. I really I really would. I, I was a massive Drew Locke advocate when we signed him or when we yeah. drafted him and last season. Last season worried me like it really did. Like if. If he and I know there was no offseason, I know there were mitigating factors, but if he had been in the mid tier range, right? I, I get right. it, like new system. If he'd even been like the 20th to the 25th worst QB, I'd be like, okay, they're mitigating. Respectable. Factors. But when you are bottom of almost every QB listing, it's, it's, a, it's worrisome. Yeah. That is a huge then, worry. How do you feel about the whole talks about Aaron Rodgers coming? I don't see it happening, but I mean, a, a fan can dream, right? <laughs> oh, that, uh, yeah. I, I mean, of course, I, 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 it would be massively exciting if, if it did happen. Okay, but um, to me, if it when it didn't happen in, uh, if it happened on dra- if it was going to happen, it was going to happen before on the draft, draft night, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it yeah. needed to happen before then because if you get Aaron Rodgers, the chances are that your draft picks are going to be in the twenties, right? No matter yeah. when, like wherever you go, you got to give so something up for that guy. <laughs> why? Why would? Whereas they could have got the, say the number nine pick if if they were going to let him go. So mm. to me, I suppose I, I I look at it and I look at say um, it it feels very like Ronaldo Ronaldo's last year, um, you know, in at, at United as as such. So he, you know, he has um, in, in what 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 the like he he wins the European uh, the Champions League in in May uh-huh. two thousand eight, and he kind of spends that summer flirting with. Uh, <laughs> you know, with, anybody who spe- especially uh, especially with um, with Real Madrid, um, mm-hmm. and there was that whole the uh, but the, the move doesn't happen, right? It just doesn't happen that that year, and 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 he gets it the following year, but he was a young man, and and then what happened? United fans forgave him like immediately, and and he just got on with it um, in in <laughs> yeah. that that next that next that next season, so. To me, um, I, I I think um, I don't think it'll happen with Rogers. I just don't. Now maybe he sits out, but it, by the looks of things, the you know at thirty eight, is he going to want to miss a year? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I I there doesn't seem to be a willingness from the Packers to want to to trade. Let him, him go. Yeah. Um, I don't blame him either. <laughs> I know why. Why would why would you? Yeah, I mean, like wanting the, to restart. <laughs> the thing about the the NFL is not the Premier League. It's not the NBA. The the, the clubs, the teams hold the power, not the players. So mm-hmm. that's that's where he's at. Like if Aaron Rodgers did come, I think you know immediately you look and you say the Broncos are like a, an absolute <laughs> contender. Yeah, um, but would would you? Would you say that is the case with 
um, with Drew Locke or, or or Teddy Bridgewater? I, I think there are massive questions there. I have, I big, obviously, I think, fan, yeah, big questions. I want to see them do it, but I, I do, I do worry. It, it does give me concern that um you know you have you you're you're in a situation where you you you're so stacked and you've allowed this to happen and the problem is this isn't the first time the broncos have done that i mean if you go back to they won super bowl 50 but mm-hmm. then they allowed brock osweiler they they hadn't re- renewed his contract osweiler signs for the texans the team end up drafting Paxton Lynch. I'd love to know how much input Gary Kubiak had on that. They, pl- <laughs> they play Trevor Simeon, right? A seven uh-huh. round pick. Trevor Simeon, by all accounts, really nice guy, super smart guy. Um, just just was not Wasn't built to be an NFL QB. Just, just wasn't yeah. be it. The fact that he hasn't got a shot anywhere else kind of tells you that. Um and, and they have this stacked roster, but because of the QB situation, the team doesn't make the playoffs. But what do they do? They run it back the following year. Uh, Same thing, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the annoying part where it's like, it's, they didn't work the last year. Why are we going to try it again this year? <laughs> so um, that that's my fear is that the Broncos are doing this again where they're stacked, but they are... I think Peyton Manning's last year fooled a lot of people into thinking you can get by with substandard QB play because Peyton wasn't good in the Super Bowl winning year, right? He, he wasn't. move his neck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But he was still Peyton Manning and, and players still responded to it. And mm-hmm. if you look, the, the video of the Super Bowl, all of the teams, sorry, all of the offensive line get together during the Super Bowl. They huddle up and they all have their arms up and they start chanting, uh, Peyton F and Manning, all of yeah. that. And that's the type of leadership he had. And we had that in um, DeMarcus Ware as well. I don't know if the Broncos have that. I think Justin Simmons brings that certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, where where is that on the the offensive side of the ball? That's that's I think what we're missing. And I think that's a good reference under- point. Yeah, yeah. People underestimate Peyton's ability to make other players better because that's what great players do. They're not just I like great the whole themselves. Tom Brady with his new team. Yes. Yeah. Like players would do anything for Tom Brady. Like Gronk comes back and plays. Guys, Antonio Brown, on hey, Antonio out. Brown. They, guys, guys will do it. Um, and that's what yeah. it was. The exact same with Peyton Manning. Guys would do that. So, to me, people, the Broncos are, are, have been fooled into thinking we can get by at QB. You can't get by in QB, no. and you can't get by in a division that have Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Justin <laughs> Herbert. And, yeah, and I'm not. I'm not a massive. Derek Carr fan, um, but Derek yeah, Carr one a, season. <laughs> he's he's a solid he's a solid QB, and I don't think he's the biggest issue. I mean, the Raiders have John Gruden on a ten-year, hundred million uh, dollar contract. Contract, yeah. They they really need they need to make the playoffs uh, this year, and I don't. The pressure's know if they definitely win. on for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it absolutely. It'll be is. interesting. Yes. Well, thank you, Colm, again for taking the time to sit down. And I think we've almost gone for almost like 47, almost an hour now. So thank well, you. It's been it's much. been a fun conversation. I'd be absolutely delighted to uh, to come back on again at some point in the future. So keep in touch. And oh, for sure. uh, yeah, um, thanks. Uh, thanks you for wanna, having me on. Yeah. Anything you want to shout out, plug yourself in. I'll if you send it to me email, I'll link it in the 
description too yeah yeah no that, that that'd be great it'd be great like uh, anyone who wants to hear kind of four irish lads talk about the nfl we have the the irish nfl show and uh we we have like we've been very fortunate to have a lot of really good guests on um so I, was, we got, I, I went through the episode list and i was like well they get they get some good i get oh, yeah we we have we have been, <laughs> we have been fortunate to to have had some some pretty big names uh come on and and, and chat to us um, and for like anyone, I suppose, involved in, in higher education, whether you're working in higher ed, teaching, lecturing, whether you're a student, the Adventures in Advising podcast is really aimed at those. And uh, I'll definitely send you on the link so you can put them in the show notes. Yeah. Again, thank you very much for being the first one on. And I really enjoyed our talks. And like you said, hopefully we can do this again once the NFL season starts or whatever and get back in, in touch. Absolutely, Herwood. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks Take very care. much. Cheers. Bye bye.